on top like a toupee. Might find me a new bae. Give me lemons made minute man. Bitch, I'm Beyonce. Thick lip like a Jay-Z. Go off like Solange. Start a fiasco like Lupe. Bitch, I'm Beyonce. Bitch, I'm Beyonce. I consider myself more of a Latavia personally, but uh, hey, there's room for everybody. <laughs> Let's just say Let's that. Let's just say that. I think we learned that with All Stars 4 is there's room for everybody. Let's just say that. There's room for two. Yeah, Solange. There is a room for a Solange. Yeah, yeah. I love Solange. Yeah, uh. Solange selects. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, hello, Marys. We are back from Portland. Mm. We uh, are still kind of, both of us, I, I can assume, are just still kind of on cloud nine a little bit. Yeah. We're like, did Portland actually just happen? Did I really get free wireless headphones? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was such a goop of, of a four days or however, however long we were there. I don't remember most of it. Um, I remember those breakfast potatoes. I had a lot of donuts. Yeah. I met a couple of great Marys. At some point, we did a live show. Uh, I guess we'll get the the receipts on that because I don't remember that at all. I can't wait to listen to it because, yeah, I don't remember it. Oh, I was so... I, I do remember telling Mary's uh, when they stood up at the end. I said, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, a la Trinity K. Bonet. Right. And I hope that it... That some of them clocked it, that it wasn't just like, why has he been such an asshole? Yeah, can I just like, clap for them? They flew all the way here. <laughs> kind of shows them love. Oh. Um, no, I feel like, I think people got it. Uh, and if not, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was great. It was, I think, I think the combination of like, obviously, you know, we, we saw Darcel. Uh, we, met Darcel. we met Darcel. Darcel. Talked we her for an hour. It was great. Interviewed Darcel. Had such a I, I'm now recognizing how significant it is that we got to spend so much time with Darcel. Yeah, like, Darcel 15. Darcel is a significant member of the drag community. Is like a is a matriarch of of American drag of of the queer community. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. it just was so um, so rewarding and so special. And I think it's so anytime I think just in general drag drag performer whoever you get a chance to talk to an older queer person, someone who has seen. The queer, the queer community before the HIV AIDS crisis, right. you know, like has seen before and after of significant times. When it was illegal. Yeah. You know? and yeah. From when it was even illegal to just be outside and be gay. Yeah. I think especially now as things change so fucking fast, it's like it's good to have that perspective, you know, right. know where the music's coming from. Right. I mean, it's just so interesting because that weekend there was the controversy of a, a double crowning. Yeah. And I'm like, none of that matters. We're talking to ourselves. Yeah. There was something that was, uh, it was uh, kismet, right? That, mm -hmm. that that crowning happened and it was like, what? And then we kind of worked it out the next day. And then it was just all about ourselves. It was just like, well, okay, let's talk about something else. Right. Something right. bigger right now. Yeah, I think I agree. I think it, it certainly for me and, and, you know, hopefully for other folks who saw the interview or eventually will hear it because it'll be out in a couple weeks. Um, it was just a nice sense of perspective that drag is so much bigger than t drag is so much bigger than two drag queens being crowned and given a hundred thousand dollars each to do their work. But isn't it great that drag includes that? Oh you know? yeah, yeah. Like I think that was definitely that's been my takeaway. You know, sort of uh, as we obviously this week we're going to be talking about All Stars Four as a season, but definitely my takeaway both from that trip and just as the dust settling is like. How could we be upset about this? I get the clunkiness of the editing. It was oh, weird. Yeah. As a show, yeah. it was weird. But as a result, like, 
did you watch the um i think they just posted on youtube but it's like the behind the scenes of the crowning episode no oh so it's you did you see the like trinity yes. and monet seeing the results i saw that so it's kind of before and after that oh. it's more footage okay and it's um it's really you know i think trinity is it, it's she's really interesting because obviously when she first finds out that they're tied there's like um what right. like i came all this way and I'm tied, but then she finds out she's getting all the money. But I, I wonder, do you think that that's like good PR to say, oh, no, no, I just didn't, I, I took me a minute to realize that this is great. Or is it like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, if you were in one of their positions, would you feel a little disappointed that you were sharing this, even if you're getting the full winnings? Um, um, your first reaction is what you expected, which is one winner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, mm -hmm. at, you know, when things settle and then hearing her interview, after or not hearing but reading like one of her interviews after you 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 are forced to find a, po a positive place to be in this right you mm -hmm. have to right. otherwise you're just going to be this you know <clears throat> bitter kid right. and she's not she she can rise above and see a bigger picture and so she celebrates she's like yeah okay great there's two right i love that moment when she realizes oh we're both getting a hundred thousand dollars oh this is great like right this doesn't and i think this is a great lesson of like someone else's success doesn't have to block your own right you know like i think it's that same idea of um you don't like if you're a, if you know some of these folks who are fans of queens and they're like tearing down other queens it's like you don't need to tear down someone else to support who you love yeah like, like that, that's there's no logic there. Right. And so I think it's the same thing of like, they could both be successful. Yeah. And what a world where we can have that. Oh, what a world. Oh, what a world. Yeah. I, uh, all stars for the whole season. I'm, I'm excited to kind of revisit it with you this week and kind of put it to bed for a little while until perhaps all stars five when mm. we have to revisit it again. Yes. Um, but uh, I, on a whole, the season was a strong season. Um, I thought that a, a lot of performances were strong. Um, obviously, the edit is an edit. And we have to just, we have to, if we're going to watch the show, we have to like understand and accept that the, these producers are giving us everything. They're feeding it to us. Mm -hmm. They're, it's not for us to be like, oh, that person did better. It's like, well, they want you to think one thing over the other. They're, right. they're promoting that. And if you don't like that, then don't either don't watch or call it out when you see it and then celebrate the queens that you like because mm -hmm. that's just what they're doing now that's yeah. just how this format goes and we can you know pine for the days of yesteryear and and be wrapped up in nostalgia and i don't think that is a healthy place for me to be obviously like yeah of course i miss the season five season two right mm -hmm. like where there's a little bit more excitement and electricity but who's to say that those weren't just as manufactured right it's you know what i mean product. it was a different time and a different product yeah so I, I, I moving forward i i think i'm gonna just keep the lens of like all right well i'm gonna celebrate these queer people on my tv right right and and, and whatever the final product is it's like sure it's the olympics of drag but it's not the olympics where like you just see the whole performance and the scoring right and there's a sense of like here's the objective plane in which we're watching these performers no it's a tv show yeah they're making a show and uh i'm yeah i'm i think you know thinking about going into season 11 it's like you know i'm i am happy to just like see what happens oh i'm at you know I, i'm going into it i'm at peace especially mm -hmm. because of this double crowning i'm like all right the Drag Race World of Wonder producers uh, clearly are in their feelings and have certain ideas and agendas to push. And I'm still going to focus on 
these queer people that I'm seeing and celebrating yeah. celebrating them and and uh, kind of sussing out what is being said yeah um, and then celebrating them after the show and mm -hmm. what they're doing after you know and and continuing to support local drag and continuing to support queens that aren't on the show yeah I mean I think that was the big lesson you know because when we were in Portland you know I saw you know our other guest on our live episode Anthony I saw their um, queer horror screening on Thursday and and uh, their sort of drag alter ego Carlo Rossi and and that's a whole different type of drag that's probably not going to be on drag race and I don't think Anthony's trying to bring it to drag race right. but seeing Carla and seeing Darcel it was just a really important reminder that like if you're not seeing like the drag that like really speaks to you on Drag Race, like that's cool because there's like so much fucking drag out there. Yeah, and it's in it, that was especially because those two, Darcel and Carla, are such uh, different types of drag. It was that reminder that like there's there's drag for everybody out there. You right. know, there's um you know we're gonna be talking about Drag Race Thailand this week and mm -hmm. just thinking of the different types of drag even on that show, even on that Drag Race. Sure. Um, that it's. Yeah, it's kind of like the positive side of if you're not really feeling what's on Drag Race, but you still really love drag. It's like, cool. Yeah. There's so much other drag out there. Right. And and if you want to tune into Drag Race for the looks, for the queens, for the queen you love, do it, you know, mm -hmm. like by all means. And, and bitch about the editing. Like, fine, you know, whatever speaks to you. But yeah. at the same time, there is a lot of different versions of drag. And I think, I think Drag Race moving forward needs to figure out a way to celebrate a little bit bigger of a scope. Mm -hmm. It yeah. can't just stay in this glamazon anymore, right? When yeah. Sharon Needles came into the game, drag got bigger. And I, I just mm -hmm. I, she's a very important queen for the for the series because and also I'd say somebody like Tammy Brown and, mm -hmm. and Nina Flowers. To include that type of drag and those types of queens, um not only does it say what type of casting needs to be done, but it also, and this will be one of my critiques of All Stars 4, the challenges also need to be kind of investigated moving forward. If mm. we're going to keep this machine going, we need to have new parts. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see how the show can evolve in terms of, yeah, the the drag, because there's I feel like there's the drag that they can bring on the show that they can at this point they know is going to be a hit like there's queens they know okay this queen's going to pop off everyone's sure. going to love her silky kind of feels like a you know oh yeah this is the recipe for, TV. For, yeah for queens that people are going to fall for but then i think you know i don't know much about any of these queens so this is based on very little but i'm actually now really intrigued i think as well, well as a lot of other people by evie Oddly. oh she's my favorite my pick like yeah. sasha velour type yeah style. um yeah. and so and that and that's it that feels like different drag that feels like it's it has a Sharon Needles quality and that there's a sense of rebellion or a sense of I don't give a fuck right and I like that's what I'm more intrigued by than I am by and I'm sure they're lovely but all of these Davenports and, and pageant queens who are beautiful and super talented but I think when you have season after season of that you start to notice the um, exceptions to that more mm -hmm. just for the mere fact that things get you know, need to evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Or don't feel as fresh anymore. They have to open. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Let's, uh, let's jump into our season four of all stars kind of recap. Mm. But before we do, why don't we tell our Marys what they're listening to? Well, they are of course listening to another episode of all right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny. And I am Colin. And this week, as Johnny said, we are looking back, recapping as a whole, All Stars 4. 
um, during this long and arduous off-season before season 11 starts, <laughs> trying to squeeze this one in. Um, it's like, i like, can I have a second, please? <laughs> it's easier for you to say. <laughs> it's easier for you to say, do it again. Can I have a second? Oh, I yeah. love it. I yeah. love it. I, you know, I... I I posted that on Twitter jokingly, obviously. Right. Uh, but there's some truth in every joke, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for season 11. I, I love I love Drag Race. It's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. That's why I have a podcast about it. Uh, yeah, I can't. I mean, I think it's like I was talking about this with someone this weekend that like I have to remember like this is the stuff I love to do. Like when I think about, oh, I got to take notes on this and then I have to watch this and I need to like outline this. It's like you know these are the things when i was a kid that i wanted to spend my life doing as an adult like yes i want to figure out how to do my brenda vaccaro episode on in the details and i want to take my notes on drag race thailand and yeah. what my fantasy casts would be like these are things that i love mm. and so sure it takes some mental energy but like what else would i want to be spending it on yeah sure i you mean know? you know i am an awkward person socially and so i love when people know just ask Johnny about Drag Race. And then I could just go. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is the wheelhouse. Right. Yeah. Ask Johnny about choral music. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, go. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, dinosaurs. I, I have lots of thoughts. <laughs> oh, I don't think I even knew that. Oh, I love dinosaurs, Colin. Oh, are you going to do that song from Mrs. Doubtfire now? Oh. Have, um, I need wood. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> it tastes good. Da -da 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 -da. Where's the raptor so rap? Good. So good. <laughs> Oh, I'm a raptor yeah. doing what I can. Going to eat everything till the appearance of man. Yeah. Yo, yo, see me. I'm living below the soil. I'll be back, but I'll be coming as oil. There you go, Marys. There you go, Marys. Season 12. Um, After you box them, you ship, ship them. them. Lots of luck, you <laughs> smart ass. <laughs> you ship them. Ship them is a great ship kind of comeback. It's a great, like... I would do a whole drag look that was just based on that character and that moment and a whole remix of after you box them, you ship them, you, 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 you ship them. And it just keeps, you know, building. And it's just that line. It's just Philip Glass's on that line, you know? Philip Glass bought a loaf of bread, 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 a loaf of bread. Do you know that? No. Uh, David Ives? Okay. Never oh, mind. I know David Ives. That's oh. uh, all in the timing. Oh, yes, I do know that. Yeah. Yes. All yes. right, we're queening out. Sorry. Um, I'm queening out. I'm queening out. <laughs> It's a spider. Ah, a spider. I'm queening out. I'm queening out. I'm queening out. <laughs> uh, oh, Moni Cart. Okay, yeah. so let's let's jump in, Mary. So uh, the first thing I want to say that is important for me to say, the top four were the first four in the workroom. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. They're the first four, and I feel Monique, like Trinity, Monet, Naomi. In the build interview, they're also kind of all in the same. Maybe Monique's back in the back, and then the other three, I think, are right in the middle, in the center. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, it'd be a fun and you know, real like Rain Man analysis of like when the queens come in versus how long they last. Sure, because I think we've talked about that. Like the queen who comes in last is often like a moment. You know, is often like it's been Raja, it's been Latrice Royale. Like okay. it's kind of like. Either a queen who stands out or a queen who wins. Right. Yeah, I when I think about that build interview, obviously Naomi Small's quote is comes to the forefront. Blonde mm -hmm. and white. You have Trinity, who's white, and Monet. In blonde. In blonde. I know. I mean, 
She gave it to us. She gooped us. You I gotta, mean, you gotta look for those little details. You yeah, know? they're telling us nuggets. the truth. Yeah, dip them. Yeah. Dip um, all right, so <laughs> let's talk about this. Do you want to do superlatives? How do you want to start? Sure, this? we can do superlatives and tangent as we need. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just want to say one of my favorite quotes. Uh, I th- one of yours as well. Shinga linga linga. Shinga linga linga. I forgot how much I love that. Shinga linga linga linga. Shinga linga. And she's doing the fingers. Shinga linga linga. I'm doing the fingers. <laughs> Um, we also got some great quotes from Gia Gunn. Of course. Um, I just don't know how you girls walk at these things. Walk in these things. <laughs> or I don't know how your girls walk in those shoes, oh, which is my, because I don't know how to do it. So I just, you know, <laughs> great on a jaw, great on a jaw, flappy at the bike, <laughs> great on a mic, flappy at the jaw. Um, I also, I also love, uh, obviously, um, uh, what you want to do is not necessarily what you're gonna do. I mean, that one really took uh, off as like I think quotes that will endure forever. from the season. Yeah. yeah, I would love to see. Well, that beautiful little bitch, bitch got lucky today. Something about the she uh, is so good. That beautiful little bitch. That beautiful little bitch. <laughs> There's something about the delivery of the word bitch because it just has this like you know sure, little, sure. that little. It's like it's like you know aliens and Ripley. You bitch. You know. <laughs> It's important to hit that, those those sounds. Uh, I I love um, her other quote. What privilege! Oh, what privilege! I'm waiting know, for that merch. I'm waiting. I I will wear the hat. I will wear the tank top. <laughs> I will wear what else? Could she put that on? Everything. Everything. Mary. Could put a bird on it. She could put a bird on it. <laughs> um, I think the what other- pigeons? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what pigeons? <laughs> <I don't> no. <know. laughs> What cardinals? (laughs) What ravens? What ravens? (laughs) What pigeons? Small parentheses. What about me? What about raven? Birds of Drag Race. Birds of Drag Race. (laughs) Birds of Drag Race. Oh, God. It's a coffee table book. It is. Birds Birds of Drag Race. (laughs) Somebody. Somebody stop me. Somebody Somebody stop me. Yeah. Oh. Fine, we'll do it. Fine, and we'll just you know because we can't like make money off of these queens, so we would just like donate it to some charity. Totally. Or... Do you think we can have like a, a Tashin coffee table book? You know the T A S C H E N, the Tashin brand. They're they're, oh girl, you'll know they are like the the beautiful campy coffee table co- books with like you know se- sexy pinup girls from the sixties or like I think the big penis book might be Tashin. Okay. Anyway. All right. You go, you, Marys. You know what I'm talking about. Tashin. Tosh in. Tosh in point oh. Yeah. Um, Tosh and salads. Some other quotes. Uh, this is a place for legends. Gia Gunn about Farah. Oh, I, this is all stars. This is all stars. Is uh, For sure. This is all for stars. Sure. Um, another great one is you actually don't love me. Yeah, that was, you know. Really sad one. I hadn't, I didn't really have any Farah quotes on my list, but I did love that one. Um I go ahead. Oh, I mean, are these more Gia quotes? Any quotes you want? Oh, okay. I mean, I don't want to jump from G. I don't want to jump the boom boom gun. <laughs> literally, for it. there it is. Um, I mean, I, what I'm thinking about is like the ones that I know that like I'm gonna keep saying. Sure. And I, I'm kind of like really. Oh, I think she's worse. <laughs> yeah. She's worse. I mean, Gia's gonna let everybody have it. She's gonna have it. She's not the same. She's worse. She's I just, worse. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm nervous. She's worse. She's worse. I think That's any great. any moment where Trinity was giving me. Elaine Stritch. Oh, right, right. You love Oh, that. oh, oh, I don't think so, honey. Like, it's right. just, she... Get you a taste. A taste. Before you question my taste, up and down look, get you a taste. taste. 
tongue taste. I just need to see her. I wonder if if they'll do like a battle of the seasons again where they do the snatch games. Okay. I just want to see her do a lane stretch. Sure. It, it's all I'm asking for. It'll be great. Mary's petition. <laughs> Justice for Elaine. <laughs> um, I love during snatch game of love. First of all, I, I, I kind of cringe whenever the queens are like, in the snatch game of love, I'm like, just call it snatch game. Just call it snatch game. <laughs> just say talk. Yeah. Just say talk. Just say talk. <laughs> Conversate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jill Scott says conversate in uh, Long Walk, I think. Anyway, um, during Snatch Game of Love, obviously, Naomi Smalls overlooked for Wendy Williams, but she goes, what's going on with LL Cool J? Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot about that one. And then, obviously, Manila's shut up. <gasps> shut up. Yeah. Shut up to Gia. You died, Della, and you've <laughs> gone to hell. The way that it says, you died, Della. You died, Della. The Della is really Duh. good. Um, Go ahead. Oh, I mean, I... Oh, let's see, do I have... Oh, um, oh, I'm surprised we haven't said this one yet. Uh, I'm 26. Oh, I wrote it down. Yeah. Yes. That is one of my favorite gifts that I'll just use as any response. Mm-hmm. I'm 26. I'm okay, 26. you're 26. I'm 26. Okay. Um, <laughs> from Jersey Justice, I also love, and I don't know if this is the exact quote, but I just... It's Michelle at her most shoe pack, which is like, Tony, get me a piece of cake. Oh, I love that. I, just, I love that. <laughs> it's Michelle at her best. I think yeah. that's at her funniest. Ugh, yeah. She's fabulous. Um, also, Jersey Justice episode, uh, the booty do. Oh, that was yeah, Monique was trying to make that happen. Right. When your yeah. stomach sticks out more than your booty more do. More than your booty do. Um, <clears throat> we have, she is sickening. She's sickening. Oh, I mean, is this the same episode with... Um, that's Jersey Justice. That is, it's is that the same one where Valentina says, "Oh, you so you think I can go no, home?" No, that's the next one. That's the, yes. That's uh, or two later during Club ninety six. Oh, and I thought maybe it was earlier in the season. Like maybe no, was- no, it's when she goes home. Oh, so you think I could go home? You think I should, you think I could go home tonight? See, I thought that was earlier in the season. Maybe it is. Maybe because I, I, I think she didn't go home at that point. There, she had that confidence that she wouldn't. <clears throat> oh, I, so maybe that is Jersey uh, right. Maybe that's before Jersey Justice. Yeah, it's not the girl groups one because she, she, she and Monet that. were top two. Yes. So the it's ne- when she's in the bottom. I think that is the roast. That's the roast. It's yes. when there's a double elimination. Yes, that's right. You think I could go home tonight? I think I could go home tonight. Uh, uh, when she sits up. Uh. Um, speaking of Club 96, obviously Club 96 is going to be a deep cut eventually, but mm-hmm. it is, it's a great moment for Naomi. Yeah, it still pops now, but I, yeah. I think over time, yeah, the things that kind of settle in and the things that kind of still pop out, like that one will probably maybe descend a little bit. It'll be kind of <clears throat> like, uh, is there something on my face? Right. It'll be something that, because I, I feel like, you know, something like what you want to do isn't necessarily what you're going to do. You can apply that in so many more places. Oh, God, all over the media. All over the place, yeah. yeah. Um, now, the question is, did Monique officially, is, did, is gooped, gooped? Has she ruined gooped for me and everyone else? I don't know. You got to ask yourself that question, Mary. You know, I will say this. As a longtime fan of gooped, and I'm not trying to say that I am a an OG gooper, but I definitely started stealing it from Aja long before I was taking it from Monique Hart. Sure. Um, I brought a spacesuit in case we had to go there. I have receipts. <laughs> uh, but I... I, I kind of loved it. You know, you love anything when you have tastes of it more than right. when you have just like an unending supply. So I appreciated Monique's variations. I appreciated her Marge Simpson with the Chanel dress of mm. goop, all the <laughs> ways she, you know, reworked it. But then ultimately, much like Marge's dress, it was like, okay, I think now now we're just going to be using Halloween costumes. Sometimes you just have to laugh. 
I'm gulped. <laughs> it's my march. I'm gulped. I'm gulped. Me. <laughs> um, so uh, there's a quote by Gia that I you love. I can't really put it all down into words, but it's the oats, wheats, grains. Oh. Um, I'm feeling my oats, wheats, grains, thins, and oatmeal. <laughs> it's like she was like, I got to end this with something. I got to oatmeal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I think that Gia Gunn. I think my my overall takeaway was she is. She was there for the reality TV portion of the show, and she knew that. And like her or, or dislike her, she is good TV. She delivered. And I'd be happy to see her back on something again, just because she's a great like lightning rod. She's a great fire starter. Oh, I see. And I think that she's not – you know, I don't like people I – mean, I don't think she's a bully. I think she was creating TV. Well, she – on Whimsically Volatile, I mean, she – the whole fight with Trinity mm-hmm. that was all planned. Yeah. Even Farah and her, she just didn't tell Farah. Yeah. I think that interview on Whimsically Volatile really changed, really solidified, I should say, my understanding of Gia. Yeah. And I, you know, there's, it doesn't mean like, oh, I think she's, she's not perfect. She's not, yeah, she's not perfect, but. Is any queen perfect? I'm sorry. Yeah, is any queen perfect? Is anybody? You yeah, know, doesn't everybody, know. like, I feel like, you know, there are so many ways, like, when a queen wins Miss Congeniality. I'm sure she had days where she's like, bitch, I am not interested sure. in talking to you right now. Sure. But, you know, you got to tell a story, and who wouldn't feel that way? Right, and Valentina won Miss Congeniality. That's right. <laughs> oh, bitch, let it be known. She left with a crown. Oh, what was her quote? Uh, the one with the bun? Oh, that's actually one I have. Oh, okay. I am deeply offended <laughs> by the one in the gold with the bun. <laughs> And I love that because you can kind of like oh. the, the one with the blank in the blank. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also have life's not fair. Yeah. yeah that was smalls. that was great. Um, oh, <laughs> what's it like to be white? Oh, yeah. that was a good one. Yeah. 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 Naomi had some great like just yeah. great delivery. Right. Right. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. She's good. Um, I, uh, those are kind of all the ones I wrote. I also wrote down who the fuck is Heather. Uh, just because it was a, a Henny reference. Yes. Yeah. Just as a as a as a legacy quote. Um, oh. Oh. Before I forget, the top four. Another kind of mm, stepping back. The top four all had talent acts, where they wrote a song, quote unquote, wrote. And now look at the top two with their songs out. Go figs. It's just interesting, you know. Naomi writes whatever the lyrics. I mean, I don't think that they're writing this music. You no. know, Monique, Brown Cow Stunning, Monet, Soak It Up, Trinity had the, the the tucking song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it just goes back to like... And Latrice is the top five, not to mention she also had a song. Yeah, but these are like the skills that, that I think are proving to be very marketable for Drag Race Girls is having a song, having right. an album, having something you can go perform. Right. You know, because that's at the end of the day, you're still, you know, bitch, I'm a performer. Yeah. You have something to perform. Yeah, and you know... Full disclosure, I'm not a huge fan of Drag Race Girl music. I don't listen to a lot of it. I I mean, mm-hmm. I will say Trixie Mattel is kind of this asterisk because she produced that album. She wrote all of the music and mm-hmm. performs all of the music. And it's very different. It's not club music. No. I think, it's, I think it is way more in the Casey Musgraves world of, sure. of country music. And so, yeah, I, don't, I think of that as something different. I think it's this kind of club sound that... You know, Monet is doing. She's doing it really well. Oh, Monet and I think even Shea Coulee you can add to that mm-hmm. list. Because they have great voices. I think that's part <clears throat> of Right, yeah. right. And um, a, a lot of Aja's, not all of Aja's. Some mm-hmm. of Aja's I'm like, okay, girl, 
um, but it there, there's just a difference, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it feels a little shoehorned. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we have to have this out. I do love Brown Count Stunning. I mean, she's got a great voice, and mm-hmm. I will say, and we can have a larger conversation about this maybe a little bit later. Put a pin in it, uh, Mickey. Um, but uh, Monique, Monique got the bad end of the stick during the girl group challenge. There was no reason why she really should have been on the bottom in that episode. Oh, she had a yeah. great vocal, and then they were like, "Oh, you took off your jacket oh, too right. awkwardly." Yeah, I'm like, girl. Yeah, what? Yeah, you took off your coat wrong. Yeah, and Manila and Farah in the bottom. Done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Manila was so weak that episode. Yeah, and was wearing Skechers. Yeah. <laughs> Which reminds me of one more quote that we haven't mentioned that I always will love. And that is, of course, oh, look at Manila, Nilla, Nilla. <laughs> and I think, look at Manila, Nilla, Nilla in those. Monica, Nika, Nika. Yeah, Monica, Nika, Nika. Sunika, Nika, Nika. Mystica, Tika, Tika, Tika. Any other, um, do you have another category of uh, superlative? Um, we could talk about, well, I guess just in general, um, maybe just this is kind of an easy one. Do you think, do you have like a favorite episode? Jersey Justice. Jersey Justice. And I, yeah. a lot of people hated this episode, but on like eighth watch, th- there are some really great nuances. Naomi Smalls, mm-hmm. the way she delivered the line, I think it's um, it's like, yes, I own a hair salon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, she's there. She's yeah. there. I, I, the way Na- she comes in. Yep. Naomi is great. It's, it's I know what she's doing. Right. I love it. And I, at the same time, I... The the level I don't want to say level of unprofessionalism, but Latrice, the level of not being an actress is in the. I, this is uh, I always think of this with Nina Flowers talking about La Lupe in All Stars One, La Lupe. And the way she says her English was tragic, <laughs> and I just think that that Latrice's anime was tragic. Yeah, it was so. Well, while she's a bitch, it's like oh, you're doing you're doing such surface level. Jersey character right now Right There's no commitment here Right I just I mean I love Slapstick humor So obviously the cake fights Were great Uh, Valentina during that episode Was fantastic And very nuanced The other one that I loved And and won the episode And she should have Is uh, Monique Mm -hmm. Uh, Monique's monologue Thank God Latrice wasn't interrupting her She had that whole monologue About the cake And and explaining who she I'm 26 Like it was so So well done And was all improvised Yeah I mean The cake thing was so funny Her outrage When she was just like And she put That's not even my name It's I I, The the highs and lows Mm -hmm. Of that little scene That she created It was I could have just watched her I have to watch it again. I have to be totally honest. I mean, I'm all for celebrating Monique Hart, but I I know there was something about what she, what that team was doing, and granted, I think that Monique was the strongest one, um, that I wasn't as enthralled as I was by, say, Naomi or by Valentina giving me Barbara Harris realness. Yeah. There, there was something, and I don't know what it is. I think I think there there was something about it that, like, it, it, it just fully clicked into place with more Valentina Naomi, but I fully appreciated what Monique was doing. I mean, I I implore you to watch it again. It is so fabulous. And, you know, obviously, maybe I'm just biased, but I love that whole scene that she did explaining the cake. It wasn't even, it was a white figurine on the I mean, she was so outraged. Just that whole character, I knew. Mm. I'm 26 26 It was just right there Right there for me And I thought she was so good Um, That's probably my favorite episode Alright I mean It's a great episode I think 
you know, I I really enjoyed the roasts because I just loved Lady Bunny. Yeah. I liked a lot of the roasts. I mean, not all of them and not in full. Um, I love the guests. Like I, I thought the coaching with Cecily Strong was like mm-hmm. was very strong. I, I, <laughs> there were a lot of moments I think of like, you know, we talked about this before the episode started that a lot a lot of drama didn't happen, but I think a lot of, um, I think there was just like a lot of good quality in that episode. And then obviously that episode had the jump to it lip sync. Yeah, you know, watching that episode again, I I can't remember any of the jokes. Me neither. I um yeah. and. Trinity and Naomi were so bad. They were. And I think when, when I think about the episode, I just remember of when Lady Bunny comes back to life and reads them all for film. Right. And I think that was so funny. And I think Monet's, Monet in her wheelhouse was really funny. Yeah. Um, Manila was also great with the recoiling. She she did the roast. And good. she read the other girls really yeah. well. I, there were just little moments that I really enjoyed. But uh, yeah, I don't remember most of the jokes. Uh, I also really, and you know, I, I'm always surprised that I love these makeover episodes, but the best Judy's episode, I think I got so emotional when they saw their Judy's again. I got so into it because I was, we were more invested in these guests. Yeah. I thought the stories we were being told were great. Obviously it had the big twist with Manila and Michael's, you know, MacArthur Park response. Right. Uh, oh. Oh, holding the hands, holding Man, the hands. Fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so, like, it was just, like, an epic episode and, like, some great looks. You yeah, know, like Trinity, were great looks. Trinity and her boyfriend, I'm obsessed with that look. I think I think it's, looking back, I love that look. That, like... That, oh, the blue and white. Yeah, that those um, those those high-class department store managers. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, the looks were great. I, it was a weird episode because it could have gone any way and mm-hmm. they could have edited the Judy dance any way. Uh, I thought the Judy dance was also weirdly edited. I didn't, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I yeah. was just kind of like, okay. The fact they all had like matching costumes, like the the Judy number was, yeah, and the fact that they got judged on it so much, right? I didn't like that. That was definitely yeah. like the downside. Is why are they being we judged? We didn't even on see that? them rehearsing. It. Yeah, we can barely like they're deciding top two, bottom two based on something that we are barely fluent in as viewers. Right. And the looks are not seeming to matter, but that isn't that what most of this is. And why it was so controversial is because Manila went home. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like, we want to know why. Right. Yeah. And like, I, I definitely still stand by like in terms of like runways that week, I think hers was the least compelling. Yeah, I mean, face up, it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And then you just, you have a look that maybe doesn't line up with some of the other girls. Mm-hmm. But you could say that about Latrice. I mean, I I don't know. Oh, they were both on the bottom, but. Uh, I yeah. expected Latrice to go home that episode. Right. I mean. Well, and that that's what the report card would have said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and obviously, yeah, that episode had the Judy lip sync, which. Oh, yeah. oh, Naomi. That is that is one for the books. So I guess that brings us to like let's just say like let's just say that let's just talk about our favorite lip syncs then. Ooh, um, I think the the one that will be remembered mm-hmm. um, is Gia and Naomi. Yeah, absolutely. That that one I think that people will remember even more than the the Judy one. It was just so shockingly grotesque in a way. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh yeah, the, and the, I don't mean that in a bad way. No, it was just it was such a moment of like. Uh, it was just this like look at it was like burlesque watching this bodily like right. um stunt yeah, yeah. We, it, there was not it wasn't about splits and back handsprings and wigs and whatever mm-hmm. there was this new trick yes. that was added in she, now the leg sweeping thing she had done before she mm-hmm. did that during pose but this 
backbend is now all over. There's a video game where some gamer like oh, yeah, programmed Naomi to do it. It was like unbelievable. Yeah, that was that was definitely. And Evie Oddly, uh, I don't know if you saw this clip, but Evie Oddly and Naomi were performing together recently, and they both did. Oh. A little bend. Oh, and and Evie, you know, kept right up. She can do it. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I thought that was a great moment. I I like that lip sync. Are there others that you? Would, oh, you could yeah, do? Monique, Monique, Tina Turner, the bitch is back. That was great. Yeah, that, I mean, that is Monique Hart. Mm-hmm. That's me. like you know, I will remember those two. I think the most. Yeah, Monique kind of does a thing where it's like it's the type of lip sync where you know, like Dita Ritz shutting it down. If Scorpion and Charlotte would do this, where like if you are not covered in sweat by the end of this, you have not lip synced for sure, your life. Sure, and I appreciate that. I think Monique always goes that hill. Um, I, um, I mean, I, I think the Judy one. I think the Come Rain or Come Shine, Come Rain or Shine. And Monet gets eclipsed right because of uh, Naomi during that lip sync. Mm-hmm. But just some words for Monet during that lip sync. You watch Judy Garland perform that song. Mm-hmm. This is a study. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think Monet without Naomi doing her own version right next to her is a totally different performance. Yes. And I would love to see that. It's the kind of drag I love. Right. And it's Monet doing it. So right. it's like perfect combo. But I mean, you can't take it away. Like Naomi, there's something so special about that lip sync, about like the way that it's not just that she was wearing that amazing dress or that she was you know, doing the scoochie or all that. It was, I think that sense of like, here's this like 21, 22 year old queen who is, you know, or whatever age she's at. 24. Yeah. 26. Yeah. Here's this this like young queen and people always want to like take digs on these queens for not knowing their references. And she didn't do a, she didn't do like an impersonation of Judy and she didn't kind of like capture that sixties essence. But I think what she did was like, how do you bring that into 2019 and how do you make it modern while still being a classic? And she, I think that's what Mo, uh, Naomi is so good at is figuring out how to be modern and how to like not forget history in her drag. Okay. She makes these references that go back 20, 30 sure. years or more, but she's doing it in a fresh way that doesn't eclipse the old way. Right. It just adds to it. Yeah. And I think the, the way that she just like gave herself into that performance, uh, the arms, yeah. I think it just, it was so much fun. It's like, this will be, it was like, you just look like you're having the best time. So is that your, that's your pinnacle lip sync? I think it's that one or jump Finale. to it. Oh, jump to I it. I love jump to it. Okay. That's, I just, Especially Monet, but they're both Monet really is good. great. Monet is Monet uh, was great in that and the finale as well. Oh, fighter yeah. was yeah, it was fabulous. That's where you're really seeing with someone, the wig snatch, yeah, yeah, in their wheelhouse, right? Yeah, yeah. I those are the ones. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, I'll, I'll continue Naomi's lip sync for Adrenaline. I mean, way to bring that song back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I won't think of Thorgy Thor now. I'll think of Naomi. That's true. Oh, wow. Oh, poor Thorgy. <laughs> Thorgy, Thorgy. Always getting eclipsed. <laughs> Fuck you, yeah. Bob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you, Naomi. Um, all right, so another superlative on your list. Um, how about favorite guests? Wrote this one down, so I have a tie. Okay, oh, We've got a tie for the first <laughs> time in All-Stars history. Uh, Jennifer Lewis. Mm-hmm. Leave that shit at home. It's boring. She was great. Um, yeah. And then the, the trombone. Uh, mm-hmm. a gif um, and then Cecily Strong yeah I thought I, both of them were really effective I wanted to put Suzanne Barsh on there but there was something more that Cecily and Jennifer gave 
mm-hmm. that was of more substance. Yeah. All they were missing was flat bananas. <laughs> I think it was the flat bananas. <laughs> what an honor to be here. Um <laughs> It's like a German accent. I know. It, yeah, it basically is. <laughs> Tangent. There was, and I can't, I can't, we have to. So it's too late now. I'm making it. There was this video, and I think it's all like a, it's all fake, but it's this guy doing these videos. And I'm, he's making this one video about, do you ever hear the, the video of the guy discovering the expression party pooper? No. And someone needs, they're talking about, uh, they're talking about Jennifer. And apparently she she's a party pooper. Jennifer go she poops at parties, I, and I don't understand that she Jennifer poops at parties. And I it, it, I don't I, I hate this right it's now. It's terrible. So and he doesn't understand why she's how what the expression of a party pooper is. That does she poop at parties? Stop it. And so I uh, often ask Marco. Do I'm you like, pop out at parties? <laughs> do you, are yeah, you on poopular? <laughs> exactly. So I often ask Marco. I'm like, are you Jennifer? Are you Jennifer Goobies? Do you poop at parties? <laughs> Do you poop at parties, Marco? Oh my anyway, god. Anyway, I'm sure oh. someone knows what I'm talking Jesus. about. But um <laughs> I'm so horrified that we just talked about that. So uh anyway, why are we talking about that? Why? Oh, uh we were talking Jennifer. <laughs> Best guests. Best guests. You know who's not a good guest? Jennifer. Um <laughs> poop at your party. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because Suzanne Barsh in the German accent. Right, right, right. I right. also had Cecily Strong. I also really loved uh, Yvette Nicole Brown. Oh, I the I, one in the gold with the bun. No, that was it, that was um, Erica Ash. Oh, okay. Yvette Nicole Brown was on the same episode as Cecily Strong. Oh, okay. And there was that moment that I just—it's one of my favorite moments from the series from the season when they're doing jump to it and like Monet does this like kick and then they cut to Yvette Nicole Brown going hey. <laughs> Like just getting into it, just like hey, hey, yeah. and I was like, yes, exactly. All right. Um. So I loved Cecily Strong, Yvette, Yvette Nicole Brown, and also Felicity Huffman. Okay. All I just right. think she was great. Yeah. I, oh, I, she gave a uh, good insight. She did. Yeah. And you know, a, a handsome middle-aged woman is right on my alley. Right. Obviously. Um. What was your favorite? I guess we said favorite episode, but did you have a favorite challenge that you thought that you want back? Oh. Um. That's a good question. I mean, I, I would love to, I mean, I guess you could say I'd love to see a whole new acting challenge other than Sex and the Kitty Girl. Sure. I would love to see, I'd love to see them really knock it out of the park with a script that just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's good. That's as good as Country Queens, uh-huh. you know, that like, that you love from start to finish. Right. Um, or, you know, even Queens in Space, you know what I mean? There's so many good moments from season three. Yeah, the the drag me to hell. Yeah, drag me to hell. Exactly. I, I just think... We know they can do it, and I think, especially in All Stars, it'd be so great to see these queens with a script that good. Sure. Um, so that's kind of like if there was a sort of redemption of mm. sorts. Uh, I would love to. I mean, did you like Snatch Game of Love versus Snatch Game? What are where are you now? In, in, you know, the dust has settled a little bit. Do you, for season eleven, are you hoping for a Snatch Game classic? I would like to see kind of a variation on both. I like when you have less queens together in one moment so uh-huh. you can get more of a queen and, right. and the work that kind she's doing. Kind of like doing. Bossy Rossi show or mm-hmm. even Jersey Justice. I'd like to see more of that. More where the queens are impersonating, but it's a different format. Okay. Um, and I don't know what that would be, but I think... Um, yeah, I just think there's there's other things they could be doing. It could be, you know, actually, I'd love to see Hollywood Squares. That'd be oh, really fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Yeah. That's uh, a great one. What would they call it if it wasn't Hollywood Squares? Hollywood Queers? Yeah, but like, if it has to rhyme, you know what I mean? Hollywood... Um, fairs? Hollywood Fairs. <laughs> It's like a it's like a Russian off brand of Hollywood Squares, or is it German? Is it is Jennifer on it? Stop it! 
This is another episode of Party Poopers. I don't want you to do that again. I don't want you to do that anymore on the podcast. You have to let her perform. Let her. I hate it. I hate it. You're like my German accent. You actually don't love me. (laughs) Um, Nine. Uh, So... (laughs) Nine pooping at this party. Uh, uh, yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> That's Russian. Yeah. Uh. That's my Russian. <laughs> yeah, so I would say Hollywood squares, Hollywood um, Hollywood hairs, Hollywood. Okay, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I give up. Yeah. Um, I could. Um, yeah, I guess Hollywood squares is a good one. I could see them doing. Oh, we, we mentioned this before. Um, a family feud. Yes, I was just thinking family feud would be really fun. Yeah. Um, and they, I would even be fine of that being a celebrity tr- family feud. Yeah, I was going to say, even if it wasn't celebrity, that's a great kind of bossy Rossi improv challenge of like almost like the country oh, queens have played yeah. two different families. Right, right. And like all of those nuances. Yeah. That I think, because then you have people in a team who have roles that are connected. And so if it's not scripted, they all have like an intention. Like mm. I know I'm the grandma and I know I'm the daughter and I know I'm the mom. And grandma, so you, grandma, grandma, sorry, grandma, grandma. <laughs> it's my witches. That's my Luke. Uh, um, yeah, I love, I would love to see uh, a different format of snatch game again, you know, keep playing with it. Why not? You know, if something's mm-hmm. a little stale, move on. Yeah. I mean, drag family feud, I think would be, cause you could have house of versus house right, of, I right. mean, come on. And Rue in that kind of like that host role. Off. Yeah. yeah. And let, yeah. Letting him be like the Richard Lawson sure. kind of role, like letting him be that kind of host. Yeah. I think Rue loves doing or that. Or even having a special guest on, you know, and, and, and asking somebody to do that for them, you know? Oh, that'd be, that'd be crazy to not have. Would you think Rue would be in the challenge at all? I mean, maybe, I mean, could you imagine Billy Porter as a special guest host? Sure. I just, I think there's that sense of like, well, you know what? I take this back. Rue was not in Jersey Justice. Michelle right, was. Right. Yeah. So why not? I just, yeah. uh, Billy Porter doing that. He would, yeah. That's something he would do. Like, he could do that really, really well. Yeah. He would be, he'd be a great guest. It would make so much sense with Kinky Boots yes. and all that and Pose. It would make so much sense to have Billy Porter right. not announced as a guest on season. Not, no. Nope. No. He's not a guest. No. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Well, you've succeeded. Yeah. Well, we failed. Um, uh, other other superlatives. Um, how about let's talk about some favorite looks? Do you have? Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, well, uh, give me one. Okay. Hit it, Rockapella. Um, so, <laughs> ooh, well, <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> well, she's wings around the world. Okay. I hate when you do that. I hate when you do Rockapella. I don't want you to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, both are Manila's. Um, Manila, Manila, Manila. One is the maxi pad dress, which wasn't on the season. Wow, and it's uh, one that I think will continue to be brought up or uh, referenced. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, obviously, the other one of hers um, when she came out and gagged us all—it was a ball gown. Uh, it was gray. I forget which episode it was. The Silver Server. Yes. Yeah, she was. That was the. Um, I don't remember which episode that was. That no, I don't remember. It was early. Maybe it was the girl group. It's that, yeah, it that saved she her. Kill the runway. Right. Yeah. It was the girl group, mm-hmm. and it saved the yeah. fuck out of her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, that is. I mean, in terms of like consummate looks, like like gasp. Yeah, yeah. It's and and the fact that she assembled and that she didn't assemble the dress, but she put the look together there. Like I always think of, you know, like mm. there's like the 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 what is it? The season ten. 
finale when Violet comes out, or the season eight finale when Violet comes out in that incredible yes. look. And you think, well, she had hours to get into that. Right. And so, like, remembering, Manila had two hours to, like, turn herself into this illusion. Sure. The dress was done, but the, the dress, the look is so much more than the dress. Say yes to the dress. Say sure to the, <laughs> say sure to the gown. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite looks? Um, Naomi's neon green Judy lip sync dress. Oh, you love that. I right? love that sure. dress. It's a great look. It's um, great look. I also put down Manila's silver dress. I also loved her pasta queen look. Oh, right. But that was so much fun. She had a lot of whimsy. That's whimsy. Whim- whimsy. Uh, I also really liked Valentina's deconstructed drag. Oh, I, again, I was not, I mean, I got what she was doing. Mm-hmm. I was like, girl, no. I yeah, I you know, what, looking Padded. at it, looking at it again, I was like, maybe it didn't fit the challenge, but I love the idea of uh-huh. seeing all the layers. Sure. Um and I I loved Monique the makeover, this best Judy's look. Oh, I thought right. that was the just eyes. so much fun. The eyes were such a goop. That Monique was so did funny. well on the runway. She she had the the brown cow look mm-hmm. that was huge. That was a great great look for yeah. her. Otherwise, I mean, I take that back. She, a lot of her runways, it was kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. The cat, the Cheshire oh, cat was, that was amazing. Not Cheshire cat. Uh, Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots, that's what I mean. Puss yeah. Someone had said something about Cheshire cat. But that, it, Cheshire cat was more Monet. She was a pink panther, right. was like, but why? it was very Cheshire cat. Yeah, it was like, we mentioned that name. With the eyes mm-hmm. in, uh, untucked. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Monet had, Monet, um, looking back in the season, Monet's looks got better after episode three mm-hmm. episode three on it was like oh okay she's here yeah well i think and i saw whatever some interview with monet where she kind of put together that like in season 10 like i had everything else like i had the charisma i had the uniqueness i had right. the nerve but like and the talent was there but my looks were not there so yeah. like okay i can fix that um i do think um and maybe less of something for all stars for because she's done she won it but i now that monet has this on her resume and she's got this money and she's got all these ideas like i'm really keen to see i feel like there's like another er, like another era of monet that we that we're gonna see of Mm. her like more fully realized sure and i think that just comes she's got the show coming up yeah yeah, like i think that comes with having all these opportunities is i'm really keen to see this professional level monet exchange Mm. and like how that evolves and who and who she involves evolves into i think um, Much like a Shangela yeah. and Trixie, it's just kind of like, shoom. yeah. Monet doesn't feel done in terms of like a, a drag persona or like what she's doing in drag. It feels yeah. like it's just beginning. Oh, I hear you. You know, I hear you for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of other runway looks, uh, and I mean the only one that kind of comes into mind is Latrice when she just changed everything and came oh, out and wore that gown. Yeah, the purple people eater. Oh. Oh, not, not the other gown. gown. No, not that gown. You mean oh, the beaded you're so gown? Shady. Oh, I love when she wore that beaded gown. <laughs> you're terrible, Mariel. You're terrible. <laughs> no, you're right. The, the the rubber latex. It's one one to look into. Yeah. The other one that I loved, uh, again, Manila, the the boots look when she was the bunny. Oh yeah. There's yeah, an yeah. iconic quality to that, mm-hmm. and she was waiting to take out the ball gag and yes. say, "What's up, Doc?" Hours of just waiting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that reminded me. I mean, I feel like I, I bring this look up at least once a day but jinx's day of the dead look because you, oh, it's, you love it's, it's it's parts that are creating a hole right yeah right yeah i think we should also mention monet's final runway look 
along with Trinity's. Oh um, yeah, Monet's with the 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 blonde dreads, mm-hmm. and then Trinity having the the teacup mm-hmm. uh, outfit. You know, big shout out to uh, Ileana, our corresponding fashion Mary, mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, Sister Mary uh, E E A. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, we got a couple. We have we have like a fashion. We have fashion fashion police. squad. We have yeah. fashion squad. <laughs> like we're looking for like our Sister Mary Joan Rivers out there. <laughs> To like read the runway for us, and they are coming full force. It's great, yeah. The the her look, uh, Trinity's. I'm just trying to pick this up. Oh, so it was. Uh, I can't pronounce this correctly, but Guope FW10. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the fall winter 2010. Yes, yes. Um, it was in Hong Kong Fashion Week, um, and it was, uh, it was the the dress with the the fans. It mm-hmm. was uh, almost like Delft, like China. Yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And Um, and there's also another dress, I think by the same designer, that was all out of teacups. Yeah, so it was kind of like two different versions of like a China pattern. Right. One of them is like a China pattern, one of them is made out of China. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh Brilliant. Yeah. Um, So yeah, she combined them both. Um, I mean, that's a fabulous look to bring. And like, yeah, that's the one you wait for the end. mm -hmm. That's an incredible look. And, And Trinity, I mean, her runways are just always so figured out it's like manila where it's like you knew all she the elements this. of this she knows this. yeah yeah totally and it's, i'm always looking forward to it oh man what's trinity gonna do yeah 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 uh i can't think of any other looks right now i'm I sure th- there's like one or two that i'm missing but those are the ones that i think that i'll remember i think that's you know i think that's a way to think about it is like if you can't think of it maybe maybe it's just you know it's like there's i know naomi had like i mean obviously the green look but i yeah. know that she Brought it to the runway every week. Mm-hmm. I, I guess the problem with that is that nothing stands out. Sure. When you, you kind of have to have peaks and valleys. I think that's yeah. why Monet has a lot of looks that stand out because I think she has like a fashion journey. And so right. you you notice the red Cheryl Lee Ralph look because it is like, oh, this is a moment for Monet. Of right. Pulling it together. Right. And, a glow up. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's part of it is is those it's, she talked about that, I think, with like the roast as well as having some jokes that are really good and some that just kind of like keep the water warm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So uh, other superlatives. I think those are all the. Oh, I guess. Oh, no. We wrote favorite guests. Um, favorite episode. Favorite lip sync. Fa- I think those are all the. But I can, you know, I can improv if you have other. No, I. Uh, <clears throat> those are those. I mean, the one that I will say is like your favorite moment. Like yeah. one that you will like all stars for besides the double crowning, which I think mm-hmm. people will talk about for a while. What is your defining moment in all stars Four? if you want to think back to all stars three, mm-hmm. what's a defining moment for all stars three. And then maybe that can help you find all stars Four. that's, that's a good question. Cause I think it, it sort of depends on like what, like that. Cause I think for everybody, for me, it's kind of like, ultimately like what sticks the most are those like best supporting actress moments right are those little like moments where somebody like just says something a certain way or does something a certain way that i just like always appreciate so like in some ways it's like my all-stars four moment could be she's worse because (laughs) it's just so fun to say yeah and it's such a great little like two-word poem about what all-stars is like i see what you mean a queen comes back and she's worse she's worse (laughs) um the the poem is just called gia gun and then it's just she's (laughs) worse Uh, that's fabulous. Yeah. Um, all Stars Three. When I think about All Stars Three, there's two quotes. One is, "Oh Jesus, gross." Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It's like, no, oh, Jesus, the, not the peak moment of the whole season. But, sure. But means something. Moment. And then yeah. also, Chichi Devane saying to Kennedy, "I love you." Mm-hmm. I remember that. Something that like warmed me like that. Yeah. Yeah. When the queens, when you see that 
that love. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think when with All Stars 4, a defining moment will be what you want to do mm. isn't necessarily what you're going to do. It's a good life lesson. I, there's something so memorable about that. Right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's. And I think it's because part of it is, and this may be just the iceberg underneath of like Gia's interviews and whatnot of like Gia, it's Gia saying a perfectly quotable meme line while being not, and she, I don't think she knew this was going to pop, but like while being there with the intention of coming there to create TV, like she exemplifies what Drag Race is doing right now right. is it's creating these moments and it's having, I think maybe when we talk about seasons past, they always had drama, but when we talk about like the competition and the reality show, the the, the equation was different. And the ratios were different. Mm. And I think the ratios are more in the reality TV portion, and Gia is like the winner of that yeah. show for sure. And that moment is is like the perfect example it, of that. You, you have to you have to give it to her. Yeah, you have to give it to her. I mean, there's so many iconic moments, but I that's just one that sticks to me. Um, the other one is Naomi's lip sync of Adrenaline. Yeah, really, yeah. it like added a new thing because mm -hmm. people were like oh we're done with all these stunts it's like okay but one more <laughs> right and that yeah, is a brand new stunt yeah yeah, yeah. I, that was a that was an incredible moment i think the the judy lip sync i think um also because it was a judy song i think okay. there was that too okay. of like okay. uh, you know knowing that oh yeah we have time and room for this too right though i'll tell you i'd love to see like akasha davis do that or uh -huh. a, or a um not Akasha. I just mean like a queen who's older. <laughs> you know, I could see Kasha Davis just really, really. <laughs> oh, really? I could see Tempest maybe doing it too. Really? She does her squiggly arms. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know when Dusty's off the stage. <laughs> Tempest. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I guess you know. I think maybe to end our kind of recap is just kind of reflect on the season as a whole and how some of these top queens did. Because when I, I rewatched the season over the past week and I, it was hard sometimes. I'm like, mm. oh, this part, fast forward. Right, right. Um, but I will say one of the things I wanted to keep track of is knowing that this show is fully edited and that these producers are giving us storylines and giving us reasons why this one went home and this one's in the bottom and this one's in the top. Obviously, it's all very manicured. And we can, as viewers, also see past it and mm -hmm. disagree, as many of us do. Mm -hmm. And so I started to kind of keep a tally of, okay, this queen could have been edited to do really well and win. Mm -hmm. This queen could have won this episode mm -hmm. and gone on to the lip sync uh, for your legacy. Yeah. And so I took five queens. I took Monique, Trinity, Manila, Monet, and Naomi. And I tallied down when they won or when they could have won. And I found <laughs> I found some very controversial uh, uh, ends. All right. Well, uh, well, share with Let's I mean, go through it. Yeah, Let's go on. through it. Yeah. Okay. So... Monique, I'll do last. <clears throat> Let's start with the winners, Trinity and Monet. Trinity won the talent show. Should have, right? Snatch Game. She won that one. Mm -hmm. She didn't win girl groups. And I don't think she should have been in the top for girl groups. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I don't remember why she won, why she was in the top two for that. Was she? 
Um, she wasn't, so I'm not saying she was. Or um, who it was? It was, no, was Valentina. It was Valentina and Monet. Monet. Oh, that makes sense. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so she won Snatch Game Talent Show. Um, she also could have been in the top for Best Judy. Um, yes, I mean I certainly love those looks. She could have been yeah. in the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in the top for Sex and the Kitty Girl. And I think that was fair. I I do still think that was fair. And the the other one that she wasn't in the top four, I don't think she should have been, was Jersey Justice. Yeah, I think she was safe. She was totally safe. safe. Yeah. And then the clubs. Yeah, you know, I, I liked her, but safe. Right, in terms safe. of like Queens who won that episode, versus, she was not bad. Right. Yeah. She wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. So that is Talent Show, Snatch Game, Judy, Sex and the Kitty Girl. That's four mm-hmm. that she could have won, mm-hmm. right? And again, I'm going off on report card. I'm not saying that Trinity shouldn't have won. That's not what I'm saying here. But I am looking at performances as a whole. Mm-hmm. And okay? as, as much as we saw and can figure out. Yeah. And there's still, yeah, there's ones exactly. who didn't win. You can still see we're great. You can see that we're great. Mm-hmm. Manila. Manila, Manila, Manila. Manila, Snatch Game, her win was questionable. It was it's a Barbara it was a different kind of snatch game. It was a it was a different type of impersonation. Sure, yeah. Um, the talent show, they could have spun that maybe for her to win. Was she doing the painting oh, thing? Yeah. They I'm, could have. It was, there were just so many other girls that were better. So I'm yeah. not counting. I'm not counting those two girl groups. Uh-huh. I'm not counting either. Jersey Justice, it was funny. She had the yap 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 yap. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, was she really in the top? She wasn't my favorite that episode. I was. I actually didn't. Was very surprised she was on the top. I get it, but I. I you would have put Naomi or Valentina. I right? would have put Naomi and Valentina. Absolutely, or mm-hmm. Valentina, because I think Monique should have been in the top. I, and I would have put yeah. Monique too. I, you know, right. I probably could have said Monique and Naomi. Okay. And Valentina being like a, a third. Yeah. Um, the roast. I think that was a well-deserved win. So already, Manila only has one. Wow. That that the roast is really her only real legit win. Wow, Manila, 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 Manila. You could also give her the clubs. I think that's you, fair. You could I, have spun it that yes. she was funny. That's right, because I mean, I think aesthetically, she certainly contributed to the, totally. the club. Th- that was totally. all her. But then she was a little bit like not so much of a personality for the. She was for a little, the camera. Yeah, she wasn't working for the room. Yeah, perhaps we don't know. We saw one line. Okay. Let's be let's be fair. Yeah. Um, and then the Judy one. Uh, you don't yeah. think she could have been in the top? I think they could mm-hmm. have spun it so that she was in the top. I mean, neck up. Any of those, I think the Judy the Judy episode, any of them could have won. Yeah, I... Except for maybe Latrice. I don't think Latrice could have won. I, I still think that Manila, I think, I mean, she's a great makeup artist. I think the, the dresses compared to everybody else... It just wasn't the same level. I hear you. Um, and that's really what it's all about. Like, it just, it's also knowing what Manila can do. I think there's yeah. that of like, dude, you are you are the most talented queen in this room. Manila shined on the runway. Except mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, except, except for that, that one episode. moment. Yeah. Because, that's when she went home. <laughs> I mean, her looks are just like that. That pasta queen look is just so oh, cool. Oh, God. And it's so much, it's a higher level of drag than yeah. most of those girls are doing, including maybe some of the ones who won. And right. that's not a dig. It's just what Manila does really well is these visual concepts. Sure. So, like. She's, she's a visual artist. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on to Monet. Monet. Uh, won the girl group challenge she should have yes I don't think she should have won the talent competition no and she yeah. had the sponge dress yeah. and yeah, and the voice the voice didn't work yeah um she should have won the roast 
And she oh, did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, she should have won the clubs and she didn't. Like, she could have been <gasps> in the top. Yeah. They that... could have spun so that Monique and Monet won that. Space oohs and space ahs. It was funny. It was so funny. They were in their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She won the Judy episode. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm willing to accept, like, I really liked her look, her and Patty's looks, but I I don't think I get it the way that maybe other people got it. Uh-huh. But, um, I mean, I can't. I'm not going to take it away from her. No, no, no. Know? And then Sex and the Kitty, I think she could have won that. They could have they could have spun it so that she did a great Kristen Davis. Which it's like, that's that's doing the Lord's work because the only <laughs> time Kristen Davis has done a great Kristen no! Davis is, no! 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 <laughs> that one moment in the movie. Uh, Monet. So, uh, so those are all Monets that I have. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I mean, a lot, right? That's one, lot. two, three, four, five. That's five. Monet. That I she mean, could have won. She still, she did great this season. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so proud of Monet. Mm-hmm. Um, Naomi now. Naomi could have won the talent show. Oh yes. I love that. With Pose. Yeah. I love that. With the little reveal. Yeah. She could have, and probably should have been in the top for girl groups oh it was great her verse was great yeah yeah like, where was that mm-hmm. accolade yeah snatch game i think she was completely overlooked as wendy williams yeah i think that with everybody else yeah I, it was unfortunately overlooked but was good and that was kind of naomi's story the season was oh she was great she just wasn't in the top she's fabulous mm-hmm. jersey justice again another overlooked challenge for mm-hmm. her that she did really well would have happily seen her in the top Mm-hmm. I also think that she was put in the bottom for the clubs challenge and she shouldn't have been in the in the bottom. She, she carried that whole team and it mm-hmm. was it was entertaining it was funny. And and her contributions are what endures as like the meme as the thing people remember and like yeah. that's what's important is like what do you remember? That that's like a RuPaul like cornerstone is like do you remember it after? Are you still saying it later? Right. She came up with a thing that we're still saying later, yes. you know? That's that's valuable. And then obviously the Judy episode. Oh my god. I mean, you know, and I'll still say like maybe not my favorite um like makeover like I wasn't as bowled over as I think maybe other people were um, by the Sunny and Cher or the you know thing not bad just like didn't blow my mind she did so well this season mm-hmm. Naomi really came and slayed the runways and, every and, runway look and the lip syncs yes were because I think it's like you expect that from Naomi to slay the runways but then to to kill the lip syncs as well as she did right is I think what makes her again what makes her so exciting yeah. is like all the surprise factor she fucked up in the roast she fucked up in the roast that's the only one that like I would not give to her so did Trinity yeah so did so did Trinity mm-hmm. um okay so Monique 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 killed this season she did she really did her runways you know obviously those fluctuated mm-hmm. much like Monet's in a way. Mm-hmm. In a way, Monet, I think, had more of a, it was like a, an arc up. Yeah. Whereas Monique was kind of up and down. Yeah. Like a sign, mm-hmm. a cosine. Um, not bad at math. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm just drawn that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Monique, so she won the talent show, Brown Cow Stunning. Oh, that's right, she did. It was great. Yeah. Uh, Jersey Justice, she won, should have. And the girl groups, she lost because she couldn't get her coat off. Which was, that vocal, you go back and listen to that vocal, it's fabulous. Oh, her voice is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her voice is great. And now that I've got love mm-hmm. every ending. <laughs> Leland is so proud. That was his name, Leland. 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 Um, Snatch Game. I think sh- they could have, obviously people were better than her, but mm-hmm. like they could have spun that. Mm-hmm. So her Tiffany Haddish was just like amazing. Yeah. They it was, could have spun it that. Certainly that safe. Yeah. Um, 
the the roast again. Oh. She was she was the the you know and she knows the preacher. That, like she was really just like testing this that this idea out and now she's got it figured out and she says that in the what's the tea of like well now I can go make money with that right right but the concept was great yeah. it was really it's fun yeah. they could have spun it so that she won that mm-hmm. they could have spun that she won the club challenge yeah mm-hmm. absolutely yeah she and Monet could have won and they could have mm-hmm. spun the Judy episode for her too oh and I I bummed that because that that you runway that. was just yeah. the runway was so uh, clever I I think it just like it's such a funny simple little thing to do the eyelash on the arm mm-hmm. and it's like it's so there's something just like magical about that <laughs> there's something just so funny and sweet that I don't even care if there were any details out of place right because that I, I just love that they decided to do that yeah. you know um, and Sex and the Kitty Girl, she won. Oh, God, she was so funny. Yeah. So I'm left with like, okay, Monique. Monique performed consistently awesome. Yeah. And same with Naomi. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Monet and Trinity did what they needed to do to get to the end. Mm-hmm. But uh, when when I think about the top four and this double crowning, it's like any of those queens could have won. Yeah, yeah. I think Monique that And it's is, just how they spin it It's just what they're gonna feed mm-hmm. us I think that's why she is The best supporting actress Of All Stars 4 Okay so you are Naming her as best supporting she, actress I, I, She is officially Not Valentina Who I would think Maybe No Monique is I actually have I have to I have to tinkle So take a break But I have a list Before we end this episode Of the best supporting actresses Of every season Okay well I can't wait Why don't you go take a leak Ooh baby <sighs> That's better uh, so anyway, as I said before, uh, I have a list of the best supporting actresses of Drag Race. Can we pause just for one second? Because mm-hmm. I would just want to give a big shout out to Valentina mm-hmm. in this season because she wasn't included in my kind of like big recap of some queens. Valentina was a great addition to this episode or to the season because of what she brought to the season in the sense that. Uh, we have this idea of living my fantasy mm-hmm. and obviously French vanilla fantasy, which I think is also a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just her kookiness and her unabashedness uh, to just be kind of a little weird and out there, uh, not have eyebrows and all of her little sound clips and uh, the fashion to fashion moments. I, She was a great addition. I think she will be a little overlooked, unfortunately, in this season because of everything else that's happened. She went home early. We thought she was going to go to top three. Anyway, I just wanted to give Valentina her due diligence. Yeah, I think that Valentina was definitely campaigning. Well, she was campaigning for Best Actress and then was kind of campaigning for Best Supporting Actress. Um, Spoiler alert, she did not make the list on either of her seasons for Best Supporting Actress. So I'll okay. just say that up front. So it's good she's getting her moment now. All right. Um, that's not to take away from Valentina, but this is a very uh, competitive category. Okay. So the the qualifications or the categorizations or the de- definition of the Best Supporting Actress of the season, this is a queen who does not win her season, but in some way pops, in some way stands out, in some way her storyline that season, it might not necessarily be about her long-term effect, but her storyline that season wins with having less material much like a best supporting actress stands out with less screen time got it um so that being said season one the best supporting actress is angina angina a a great choice Mm -hmm. because of she obviously didn't go all the way right she probably could have i think if she didn't go home that week i think she could have gone yeah i mean i think that's the big question is you know 
if we didn't have if we if we had angina would that mean that we wouldn't have the rebecca glasscock drama right would we not have chanel you know who knows um angina yes yeah, certainly just because not only for the uh, hiv status reveal but the the fact that you know her lip sync was kind of a controversial controversial elimination the fact that she was doing well um the fact that she was a bald queen on season one yeah you know she, she was, was red for boy yeah right? yeah and, and was red for boy and and you know eight, eight seasons later a queen won for being bald yeah you know among other things so i think angina yeah she's her own storyline so she's season one uh season two this is a tricky one but season two would be tatiana okay tatiana miss honey miss honey why not jessica wilde i think because tatiana uh, you know jessica wilde is is great she's someone i'd love to see on an all-star season mm -hmm. but i don't think that she i think tatiana had um i think she just had more nuances i think people looked at tatiana as this young inexperienced um potentially contentious queen but she was she was young and inexperienced but she was actually very smart and was often right yeah, I mean, she, I remember her from season two consistently fighting against the Raven and Morgan McMichaels, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there was just this, like, throne that she was consistently trying to just get at. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, including Tyra, uh, Tyra, Tyra Banks, yeah. Tyra Sanchez, right? Where, I don't like you. I mean, she... It was it was a great performance it the was. whole season. And to get to top four, yeah. I mean, I think there's just something about her that... She only solidified it with her All Stars two return, and uh, anyway, uh, one season at a time. Um, season three, I think some of this has to do with you know is breaking the rules has to do with what they did before this season. But I really think the Shangela story won her the BSA of season three. Okay, I think. I mean her her stand up was great with the bitch. I said bitch. Yeah, yeah. and and I think that storyline of Shangela coming back yeah. and and being scrappy and getting to the top that that episode and being the Nancy Drew and um doing the death drop that made Michelle touch her chest and like all those moments that I think are Shangela's a great scrappy, you know, uh, best, best supporting, supporting actress, actress. Okay. yeah, because best because probably best actress that season would be Araja. Of course, season three best. It actress. would have to be a Heather. Yeah, because a booger would get best supporting actress. Exactly, like you you could probably try to fight for Stacey Lane Matthews to get it, but I really think was Yara that season. Yeah, so she because it's like could where's too. Yara? Yeah. yeah, she could too. She, oh, that when she went home, oh. Yara was like a best supporting actress in the best Jada. actress race. Yeah, okay, you know? I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Um, season four, I mean, they're really it's sort of an obvious pick, but Latrice Royale. Okay, I think that she, you know, yeah, she just stood out. I think those lip syncs were incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, I think yeah, just the character, the role that she played in the workroom as being kind of like you know with her with her sermons and her Jesus is a biscuit and just like being that mother in the room. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. I mean, you know, best supporting actress category always has a mother, you okay. know, uh, there's always a mother nominated. So that's Latrice, uh, season five. Really? I would have to say the quintessential best supporting actress or one of is Alyssa Edwards. I love that. This is a comedy queen. Yeah. Getting best supporting actress. Cause mm -hmm. comedians don't normally get nominated. No, they don't. That they, they don't get appreciated for the work that they're doing. Right. But Alyssa is, she's just, she's giving you so much. We all saw that season. We know. She, it, it's an obvious, it's oh, a shoe-in. Yeah. Uh, season six, I, this, I consider this to be the, a more controversial one. This is really, this is my Marissa Tomei. This is you. This is Jocelyn Fox. Yeah. I mean, yes. I, I would contest, obviously, my own bias of Trinity K. Bonet. Sure. Having a great story arc, 
performing really, really well. Lip syncs were everything. And it was a scrappiness that I don't think, I, I do think Jocelyn Fox was a little bit more scrappy. She got further. Mm-hmm. I think that she had Courtney act consistently overshadowing her. I think that you wouldn't expect, I mean, she certainly was the, the dark horse, the black horse of the race. Um, I think if there were, there was a best supporting actress race of season six, I think a lot of people would expect Ben, ben Creme, Durian Lake or Trinity K. Bonet. Like, I think there's a lot of other people you'd expect, but it's like, you have to look closer. Jocelyn got to top six. She uh, was great in Snatch Game. I got a whole rack. She had quotes. She had um, the rap challenge. I mean, <laughs> you got to give it to her. Um, you stupid bitch. I mean, <laughs> Jocelyn earned it. A controversial, but she is yes. Uh, she is the she's the Marissa Tomei of best supporting actresses of Drag Race. Um, Season seven, another quintessential would be Katya. Katya, no, obviously, I I have to agree with that one. I think if you could you could push a little bit further, and you could say that Pearl is an interesting choice for a best supporting actress because of the journey that she went on or that mm-hmm. was created for her. Because on second watch, knowing what happened to her early on with RuPaul, mm-hmm. you can see when she is turned on and when she's turned off. Yeah. And that nuance, I think, is belongs to a Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, I think she's another one who's like in the Best Actress race, but like could have been a Best Supporting Actress story. Okay. I think the alternate for me is Miss Fame, okay, because she's just this beautiful goose. Yeah, and I think that's interesting, right? Um, but I, so, but I think Katya, it's like it's hard, Katya for sure. It's hard to not nominate her. She had, I mean, the whole addiction storyline, you know. Um, season eight, I mean, there's some there. This was tough because there's a there's a few I really like, but I really. I'm excited to have it be Thorgy Thor. Thorgy Thor. I think Thorgy. Um, she's going to be a lot. She, yeah, she's going to be extra. Thorgy was this voice in the room that was a little different. Thorgy was like. People loved her. Yeah. Well, and also people hated her because of her, her dreads. But like people loved Thorgy in a different way. Yeah. She, she carried herself differently. She did her talking heads differently. There was something about her that was a little more relatable. Mm-hmm. And I think relatability has become more and more important on Drag Race. I think it's always, Especially for a Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, right? and it's a type of relatability that's like, it's not just like, oh, you have similar struggles. It's like, oh, no, you sound like one of my friends. Right. Yeah, and right. I think that's what Thorgy was good at. If, sounding like she was talking to you like she knew you forever. Could you consider Derek Barry? 110%. What a great Best Supporting Actress. She's, she was kind of the villain of that season. Yeah, and like just a, a strange, like, yes, absolutely. Thorgy beat out Derek by like an eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, now season nine, cause you got to keep, you got to uh, keep things gaggy. I love this one. You got to keep shaking it up. Season nine is of course, get your, get your shot glasses ready. Cause it's Alexis Michelle. Yes. Alexis Michelle. You know, Alexis had an interesting journey uh, towards the end. Uh, she was fighting against these other queens. I yeah. mean, Sasha laughed in her face. Yeah. Uh, she was not really taken seriously by the judges towards the end. She had these great performances in the acting challenges, and then the runways were kind of lesser. And uh, I think you mentioned earlier uh, that she had that uh, untucked moment. Well, she has with the, mo- the girls. Yeah, like I expect more from my girls. Right. Like I think the whole producer thing. She I think- get the teen coont. Yeah. Yeah, I think Alexis, it was. You know, again, it was that factor that like Naomi Smalls or, you know, it's a lot of these queens have her like, I don't know what you're going to come out with, but I can't stop watching. Right. Like, I just couldn't stop watching. Like she, you, 
even if you didn't love her drag or you weren't rooting for her, like you couldn't deny that there was something compelling. Yeah, about oh, she, the Alexis when she Michelle came story. out in green, and you're all like, yeah, it was just like being best supporting actress doesn't mean you're the best queen or that you should have won or anything like that. So it, it just means that you your storyline that season had an impact. So my, I guess the only one that I would consider taking it away from her, besides maybe a Valentina, because I think that storyline mm-hmm. is changed a lot for Drag Race fans, but the one that compelled me the most, because I was rooting for her, we were all rooting for you, mm. how dare you, uh, was Nina Bonina Brown. Yeah, yeah, she is, I think if there her was... Her storyline was Shea Coulee, mm-hmm. um, mental health issues, just how fucking talented she was, and she couldn't get out of her head, and we saw it. Yeah, I mean, these were like, yeah, there's nominees. It's like Alexis Michelle for this kind of like mommy dearest kind of performance versus like Nina Bonina Brown doing this like Oprah in the color purple performance mm. <laughs> versus um who was the other one Valentina who was I mean doing I don't know uh, uh Adriana Barraza in in Babel <laughs> where do you get this I don't know <laughs> I just that one <laughs> she didn't she wear a red dress in that one Trying to get across the border with the kids. Oh, God help her. Nothing. We just gave her a dress. <laughs> and a lot, a lot of, of liquor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then season 10, because again, you got to keep it interesting. You got to oh, keep man. the award shows popping. I think you can't deny that season 10, the best supporting actress was The Vixen. The Vixen. Yeah. Yes. The The Vixen. The Vixen. Yeah. The Vixen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, just popped. When oh. I think of that season and I think of who, did, when I think of, Queens who didn't win but popped. Right. That's who I think. She's only on maybe half the season. Yeah. But it's and it's like, oh, the Vixen. Huge impact. Yeah, especially towards the end. I mean, even the finale. It was mm-hmm. with the reunion. Yep. A lot of shit. You can't deny. I mean, there were there were some big personalities that season, but like Oh yeah. That was uh I mean you had Monique, you had Monet, you had Eureka, you had Asia, you had Aquaria. Yeah. And Miss Cracker even. Cameron Mike. Well, I'm just kidding. Stop I'm just kidding. It. Just stop it. <laughs> oh, just stop it. Oh, stop it. But then uh, the Vixen found a way through all of those queens to be like, nope, here's a different story. Mm-hmm. Here's a different way to think. Yeah, to, to stand out in a new way. Yeah. To get people's attention in a new way. It's like a it's like the way Sharon Needles got people's attention. Right. I think the Vixen did something similar of like, oh, oh, okay. That's a, This is a new voice on the show. Sure. Um, and I think in some ways similar to Sharon and we'll probably see this in subsequent seasons did change the trajectory of the show in some way. Yeah. The conversations they're having, the edit thing edits that happen. I right. think a lot. You could say the needle was moved with the Vixen. Oh, completely. Yeah. Now just to go quickly through the all-star seasons, Let's do it. Uh, I consider all-stars one, the Beatrice straight of the season <laughs> for just brief moments of brilliance. Yes. Tammy Brown. Oh, uh, teleport us to Mars. Yeah. I'm acting. <laughs> I mean, ah! yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my! What did she say? Um, change your dress, turn it around. Change your dress, Tammy. It's brilliant. Yeah. You wanted crazy, well, you got it. <laughs> she was only on for two episodes. Two. Brilliant. And her lip sync was great. Oh, you loved. I that. love you that, that lip sync. You love that lip sync. She really. I mean, yeah. I will say, I could give it to Juju B that season as well, mm-hmm. just because of the tears that happened later. Yep. She had, you know, an interesting journey on that show. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to not see Chanel get either of these awards for either of her seasons, but it's only appropriate. Oh, the 
boys and all the, say. All the boys say. <laughs> and then lift up here. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so Tammy Brent, season two now. Pesto sauce. Oh, yes. Between those two bonds. <laughs> now, season two, this could be controversial because there's a lot of best supporting mm. actresses. But I'm, st- I'm going to stand by it for consistency of excellence and still not winning. Katya is a double winner. I mean, I, I appreciate the goop mm-hmm. and the gag. You got to keep it that interesting. It's another, another, she gets another award. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, but I would give it to Roxy. I know. No, I mean, Roxy, you know, fresh off the bus stop. Yep. Um, getting kind of just like carted through. She was the goat, as they say in survivor language. She was mm-hmm. the goat that was just brought on so that they were always on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And also the friend in Alaska Talks. I mean, she had an interesting journey because she really shouldn't have been on the show and she knew it. Yeah, it's, I mean, she's interesting to watch. You could say, you know, Chanel got a little goaded in her season and All Stars won, but Roxy was like the true in that respect. I mean, granted, Roxy had beautiful runways. She certainly made up for whatever was in her past. Um, being a villain Yeah right? I mean Roxy I loved Because she was always Having so much fun Yeah I mean, Remember that I, Of course I mean this is a t- All-Stars 2 I want a goop I want people to be like Oh I want them to talk about The All-Stars 2 Best Supporting Actress race She had the verse I know I know uh, But <laughs> Katya won that season And people are gooped Well Katya won Best Supporting Actress Is there anything else to win? Well I thought and The way you phrased it It's oh. like she won the season It's all I think about Is Alaska. Best Supporting Actresses No Alright so season three Season three This is also a tight race But ultimately you have to Give it to Bendela Sure Sure You know I, I, Definitely a gag lasted mm-hmm. partway through. Yep. Um, I could see Bibi Zahara Benet getting it just because mm-hmm. she was the mole. She was uh, brought in as kind of this like, what is she doing here? She won. Mm-hmm. Um, Asha and- should have gotten it. Okay. But th- okay. it's almost honorary for Ben because he just killed the season yeah. and left. But Aja was doing quintessential Best Supporting Actress work that season. <laughs> Her crystal abeja. We're about to look cute, and I'm gonna look cute. Yeah, she had just had a lot of Ao Fifth. Ao Fifth. Yeah. yeah, she jumped from there. Yeah, no, the I Aja was great. Um, I love Trixie. I just can't believe it's not. I like Trixie. <laughs> it's love. <laughs> and then ultimately, as we all know, All Stars Four, Monique. Oh, Monique. Yeah. So these right. are our best supporting right. actresses. All right. It's season eleven. I'm a fan. Come I'm on, a fan. You know, bring on season eleven now. Uh, I want to just briefly. Very briefly, you watched the Build interview, correct? I watched a few minutes of it, and then I was like, nope, this is making me uncomfortable. I'm just an open... Uh, first of all, I just want to say, Monet did great. Mm-hmm. Monet did great with, with the hand that she was dealt. She, it was like she was playing, you know, Rummy with 15 cards in her hand. It was, it's, it's hard to manage. Yeah. Um, I do think that the, the Build interview was stressful to watch and chaotic, and it could have been solved easily by either having only one or two mics, mm-hmm. okay? Or, as you mentioned earlier, bringing on like three or four, or f- even five queens at a time. Yeah, yeah. I think it ha- For like 10 minutes. Doing a snatch game of love style of like bring on a few at once so that they can interact with each other and they can each have some airtime. This was so, these are amateurs like shoehorning this at build. Like I don't yeah. even know what build is, and it's just like okay, now I need to know what build is. Yeah, I completely poorly planned. Yeah, and it's it's you know the, these live segments like the the anxious tension, mm. the, the the cringe waiting on the sidelines, and I just think this is not 
you know, like late night shows, talk shows, morning shows, this concept has been done for decades. It's been perfected. And I, I bet, and I'm no expert in this, but I would imagine that you could look at what Build is doing and find like cardinal sins committed in terms of how to do live interviews. Right. Like don't have 15 drag queens holding microphones. Well, they were like four or five microphones, but yeah. You know I mean? Like don't have 15 drag queens on stage at yes. once trying to get airtime because yes. they're not all going to use the microphone. They're also <laughs> like they're, they're daughters, they're granddaughters of other drag queens. Mm-hmm. In some cases, Honey Davenport, like you, you have a house. Um, mm-hmm. There is such a green energy that comes from season 11 that I think is beautiful because sure. I'm, I'm really excited about some of these queens. Evie Oddly obviously being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Nina West I think we love yes, is like yes. the best supporting actress mm-hmm. perhaps. Ugh, yeah, I, I'm very excited about her. I think just like a, a good energy in the room. Yeah, I think Evie Oddly is going to be like this is, this is going to be a new conversation, a new point of view. I don't, right. I just, I get that vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, and I think some of them are going to surprise us. I think there's Queens in that bunch that I'm not looking at who are going to just like completely flip our wigs. Right. You know? I also don't think in terms of this build interview, I don't think we needed to watch them come out of that curtain. Oh, that was, <laughs> you know, it's one, so it's one thing if you're just like this homie local bar doing this, <laughs> This you know cozy drag moment. I'm I'm all for seeing the fingers wrap around the curtain and pull it back. I always want to see the fingers. I want to know there's someone behind that curtain, but not now. And this yeah this curtain. And then the the, the applause dies down, oh, and yeah. some greens were like keep right. clapping. Yeah. I was like no no just get on stage. Just everyone get on stage. They should they yeah. didn't need to do this, and they shouldn't have. What they should have had is had five queens already there. Yep. And then it's like uh, we're here with this person, this person, this person, this person, or say your name, you know. And it could have yep. been like that. And have them then move to the back row and have the next five exactly. come on. And there's ways to do it. Much like a finale on Drag Race yes. that they used to do. Yes, they have done this so many times uh, in so many formats. Build amateur hour. Yeah, sorry. Build. I mean, Monet did great. Yeah, I, I, Monet did great. The queens did whatever they could do to like be seen. I'm not blaming any of them. Mm. This was not on them. No, this they they are. Thrown. Nobody gave them any direction. It's like okay, speak. Yeah, they're thrown into this environment, but um, yeah, it's just I I think that as I was watching it and getting like four or five minutes in and I could feel all the tension in my shoulders into my neck and I was like you know what you don't have to watch this you even if people want you to and you have a podcast about drag race you still don't have to watch this you are a woman of your own agency and so I said you're right and I just put on one day at a time she's a woman it's a man it's It's a a woman woman. (laughs) so I just yeah I put on one day at a time and I have you been have you watched one day no I should I should. Don't make me extend this whole episode to be about one day at a time. I've been watching some great shit, though. I watched Abducted in Plain Sight, which was horrifying. All the more reason. I watched Fahrenheit 11.9. Oh, I watched that on the plane to Portland. Yeah. That was a that was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly. Well, those are some uplifting things to watch. I <laughs> I can't tell you how important it is to see one day at a time. Okay. It's Every episode, I laugh, I wave a hanky, I snap, and All I right. cry. Every episode. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll check that out. I will. I want you to watch Breaking In with Gabrielle Union. It's on HBO Go now. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's an HBO thing. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, okay. it's not an HBO movie. It was released in the theaters, but now it's on HBO. Oh, Breaking In, where she plays the mom. Yes. Oh, yes. Mary. And she's locked out of the house. Mary. It 
It's so good. Okay. It's so good. It's I, one of those movies you could just put on and like you're like, okay. You know everything that's going to happen. Oh, yeah, in a way, in a way. But in you a know, way. but you're down for the journey. Yeah. Yeah. You're down for the journey because it's her and she's Is she great? Fabulous. She's like cuz she's fabulous. She's like a mom trying to get Yeah, her, she's a mom. She's a mom trying to get her kids. Right, right. It's it's very like Juliet Lewis talking to to Slim. Yes. Yes. Enough. You have a divine right to protect the lives of <laughs> exactly. you and your child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's great. Um, oh, I love a mom. Oh, don't you? <laughs> I love a mom. I love a mom. I love a mom. Well, with that, Marys, we're going to end our season six. Excuse me. All Stars 4. We quantum leaped to 2012. Uh, All Stars 4. Uh, All Stars 4 Drag Race yes. uh, season that's the recap. Show. Yeah. That's what we watched. <laughs> yep. On VH1, starring RuPaul Charles. That was Charles. your cue. Yep, that was your cue. That was your cue. Yep. Uh, yes, yes, we, we, uh, we are putting a lid on All Stars yeah, 4. I think we could speak for a while more about recapping. Obviously, things might come up again about All Stars 4, and we'll mention it when, yeah. when they come up, but we've spoken for hours about this Oh, season. my God. And Colin's yawning. And I'm yawning, to, and that wasn't yeah. even like performative. I'm, I'm really ready to you know, move on to season 11, and luckily yeah. it's going to be in like four days. Yeah, pack it up, pack it in. Yeah. Um. So, Marys, if you have any thoughts, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com. Of course, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can get more of me on my podcast in the details, a celebration of nuance. Um, and uh, this week, if you're listening to this as it comes out, or you can go back and find it, I you can also find me guesting on the podcast Gaylords of Darkness, uh, which is uh, co-hosted by one of our guests from our live show in Portland, Anthony. Um, and so we we're talking all about Suspiria, so you can go check that out in all the places you listen to podcasts. And you can also get more of both of us at patreon.com backslash allrightmary, where you know if you're a Matreon, we are about to kick off Drag Race Thailand Season 2, uh, which we will be releasing for all of our Marys this summer. But if you're a Matreon, you get it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other than that, you know the drill. iTunes and five-star reviews with kind words and reasons why other people should be tuning in would be uh, always welcomed and appreciated. Fabulous. Well, Mary, we have a special... Last chance lip sync. Yes, we do. You know, we we love the opportunity to take requests. And this week, uh, this last chance lip sync, I think it's not only appropriate as a request, but uh, on this on this gloomy, muggy, rainy Sunday afternoon as we record, while some people may still be in their feelings about double crownings and short off seasons, don't let it rain on your parade, which of course is this week's Last Chance Lip Sync dedicated to one of our littlest Marys, Sister Mary Juno, and her very sweet mom, Sister Mary Sophie. Oh, that video was fabulous. Oh, who sent us a great video of Juno uh, rocking out to the All Right Mary theme song, (laughs) hairography and all. Um, So how could we not dedicate this week's Last Chance Lip Sync to you, Juno, and to your mom, Sophie? This, of course, is Don't Rain on My Parade. By uh, All Stars Four Snatch Game of Love contestant Barbara Streisand. Don't say Snatch Game of Love. Uh, <laughs> don't say Snatch Game of Love. <laughs> uh, on the Snatch Game of Love, <laughs> just say talk. Um, anyway, this is Barbara of the uh, Snatch Game of Love. Uh, House of Streisand. House of Streisand. Um, Barbara, please. Barbara, please. <laughs> You've gone to hell, Adela. And this is your lip sync. Uh, And that's all from us. So enjoy, and we will see you next week for season 11. Bye, Mary. Don't.
Tell me not to live, just sit and putter. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. Don't tell me not to fly, I simply got to. If someone takes a spill, it's me and not you. Who told you you're allowed to rain on my parade? I'll march my band out. Sir, at least I didn't fake it, hat, sir. I guess I did.